You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, class, take your seats. I said take your seats. Class, sit. I swear you're all acting like a bunch of animals. Pet Life Radio presents Teacher's Pet, where you'll learn how to understand and communicate with your pet and train them to be the best pet they can be. It's time to see the world from your pet's point of view. So give a tail-wagging welcome to your Teacher's Pet host on PetLifeRadio.com. You may even learn a few tricks yourself. Hi, welcome to Teacher's Pet on Pet Life Radio. This is Pia Silvani, Director of Training and Behavior at St. Hubert's Animal Welfare Center in Madison, New Jersey, and your host. Today we're going to be working on a behavior that can not only come in handy, but one that can avoid unnecessary accidents, injuries, or possibly even death. I use it quite often in many different situations. Basically, my phrase, the phrase that I use is get back or just a simple back. Basically, what you're going to do is you're going to teach your dog to move away from different areas or move away from a particular object that elicits the dog to want to go forward. So dogs don't typically automatically back up. The only time a dog will back up or back away from a particular stimulus is when he's feeling threatened and he doesn't want his back towards the threat. So when you think about it yourself and if you think about watching your dog, it's rare. They're always moving forward. They're not moving backwards. So this is not an easy thing to A, teach the dog to do, but B, convince the dog that it's worth his while to move away from something. So what you're really doing is you're teaching the dog to control his impulses. Do not move forward to what you want, but instead move away from it while you're still looking at it. So it's quite challenging for the dog. Once he gets it, though, as long as the rewards are high, he'll be willing to do it. So it's not an easy task. Now, times when I will use it, for example, at the doorway, the doorbell rings, the dog or the dogs run to the door, they're barking, they're in front of you. And now you're trying to reach for the doorknob to invite, open the door to invite guests in or possibly to sign for a package. And now the dogs are in between you, the door and the person. So at this particular time, what I might do is tell the dogs, get back, they move back, Now I can easily sign for a package. I can uh, greet somebody at the door. They are behind me. Another time when you can use this, how many times have you dropped a glass or a dish in the kitchen? Or perhaps maybe um, you dropped pills on the floor and the dog sees something rolling around or he wants to get toward it. Get back and you want the dog to remain there too. So this is also where you can use your stay. There are times when I will tell my dogs, get back, down, stay. And that gives me time now to clean up, uh, gather the pills, clean up glass. And and I want my dog to remain where he's at until again, remember, until I go to him and release him. Other ways you can use this, for example, um, you're taking out a roast from an oven. So the hot oven is there and you don't want your dog underfoot, obviously. Or maybe you're trying to get something out of the refrigerator and your dog is right there. Maybe carrying a child or packages in through a doorway. And I use it in the car also. 
my dogs are crated, but many dogs ride free in the car. So what you might want to tell them if they are riding free in the car, rather than move to the front seat, get back. So what we're going to do is uh, also do a little bit of teaching the dog to get back and remain in that position. So if your dog is not remaining in that position, you're going to have to go back to the previous lessons and work on your stays. Stays are critical, especially when you're trying to get your dog to back away from something. We're also going to work a little bit on um, checking to make sure that your dog is exhibiting some impulse control with your tug toy. So before we begin our training session, make sure you have your tug toy. Make sure you have some treats and maybe a favorite toy also of me. If your dog is into retrieving a ball or an object or a squeaky toy, make sure you have that with you as well. And of course, your dog. So we're going to take a short break to hear from our sponsors. And when we return, we'll get ready to do some training. Okay, class, grab your tuna flakes, biscuits, and bones. Teacher's pet will be back in two shakes of a tail right after recess. Hey, ready to take a walk? Not just you, but the whole family. It's the 2009 Whisker Walk, Sunday, June 7th from 11 to 3 at the Lancaster Fairground in Lancaster, Massachusetts. Pet owners and animal lovers walk to lend a paw to benefit the animal shelters and pet charities they love. Come see exhibits, demonstrations, educational programs, special attractions, product giveaways, entertainment, auctions, raffles, food, fun, and things for adults and kids to see, do, and buy, both human and pet related. Whisker Walk 2009, a fun day for everyone. For more information, log on to whiskerwalk.org. Got questions about your hound's health? Need the facts on Fido's fitness or food? You want to unleash your pup's potential? Well, you've come to the right place with Win With Dogs. Here, we learn how easy it is to naturally improve the lives of our furry friends. So sit, stay, and get ready to win with dogs. With me, Raquel Wynn. Exercise, nutrition, interaction, and love make for one healthy, happy hound. Give yourself the gift of knowledge on demand every week right here at Pet Life Radio with me, Raquel Wynn, and Win with Dogs. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, class, hang up your collars and leashes. Teacher's Pet is back in session. Now park yourselves on the floor. I said park, not bark. Okay, Teacher's Pet. Pay attention. There may be a quiz later. Welcome back. This is Pia Silvani, host of Teacher's Pet on Pet Life Radio. Thanks for joining us today. What we're going to do today is we're going to teach your dog, as I said, the behavior of get back. We're going to start off with, there are different ways to do this. And before we start training Get Back, I want you to get your tug toy out. And let's start off by um, just playing with your dog. Anytime that I'm going to teach my dog something new or I'm going to get ready to do a little training with them, I always start with play. Uh, It gets the dog pumped up a little bit. It gets him ready. It gets him excited that we're going to do something together. Now, with your tug toy in hand, what I want you to do now is tease the dog a little bit with it. So you kind of want to take the toy in your in both hands and 
bring the toy in front of the dog's nose, elevate it up, move it around. The key is that your dog should not just simply grab for that tug toy because he wants it. If we go back to the rules of tug, rule number one is you do not grab for it until I tell you to take it or get it. So if your dog is leaping in the air and just grabbing for it when you're teasing him with it, what I want you to do is just hold on to his collar, don't tug, hang on to the tug toy so there's nothing to tug against, and then tell him to sit. Now you may also want to tease him a little bit and if you anticipate, that's the key, if you anticipate that he's going to jump, quickly tell him to sit. If he sits, then immediately reward him with a take it. So now he's starting to get rewarded for controlling his impulses, obeying your cue, sit, and then the reward instead of it being food will be play. So tease him a little bit with the object, um, bring it around, and if he's being good and he's not grabbing for it, then obviously tell him to take it hug a little bit. And again, just a reminder, the more up and down the motion that you give, so it's up and down towards the ceiling and the floor that you do, the higher the arousal. The higher you lift the dog, for example, if you lift the dog off his front feet, you're going to get high arousal. So you sort of want to keep it down low when you're tugging. If your dog should leap in the air for it, then you know you have to work on your sit. So little light little teases. You might want to turn your back quickly so the dog can't grab for the toy. Quickly tell him to sit. If he does, tell him yes, and then a take it or get it. So you can do that one or two times to get the dog ready, and then we'll start to work on get back. All right. Now, remember the rule of thumb where we're adding a cue onto a particular behavior. We don't add the cue on until we're 99% sure that the dog is either going to perform the behavior or the dog is performing the behavior. Okay, so simply to look at your dog and say, get back, he's going to look at you as if you've got two heads. He's not going to have any concept of what you're talking about. All right, so right now, I don't want you to add a cue unless you see your dog offering the behavior. Now, there are different ways how you can work this. You can either use your body, so you're body blocking the dog, or you can lure him with a treat. Now, I'll tell you both ways, and obviously the choice is yours. Many times it's easier to lure the dog back because he's motivated to get back because he's getting the food right away. Sometimes when you body block, the dog doesn't necessarily back up. Now, don't be surprised if, as you start to walk into the dog, he doesn't move. Remember, they're not used to moving their back feet first. They're used to moving their front feet first, and it's in a forward direction. So let's start off first. We can sort of combine our body block together with the lure. So get a couple of treats. I want you to get a few treats in both hands. Make sure that your dog is standing and not sitting. If the dog is sitting at this point, just lure him forward toward you so he goes into a stand position. Make sure the food is not held too high. If the food is held too high at his nose, he's ultimately going to sit. So you don't want him sitting, you want him standing. What you're going to do is bring the food to his nose, to his mouth, wherever that might be. So for smaller dogs, you don't have to bend so far. You can actually do this sitting in a chair. So you're not bending quite as much. But for other dogs, I want you to put the food there and I want you to face your dog. So you've got treats in both hands. The food is held right in front of the dog's nose. You're standing facing your dog. And now what I would like you to do, remember your dog is standing, is take one 
two steps forward toward your dog as you lure the dog backwards. So you're actually walking into the dog. So again, you're taking the food by his nose. You can take one, two steps walking into the dog, right foot, left foot, left foot, right foot, makes no difference. Okay, It's just one step with each foot forward toward the dog. He should back up. The second he backs up, tell him yes and give him one treat from one hand. Again, it makes no difference which hand you're feeding him from. Okay, keep the food there again. Take another step. Again, it's one step with each foot. It's step, step. As you walk into the dog, if he backs up, you should only back up one step. You're not asking him to take several steps back yet. It's only one step. If he backs up, mark it with a yes. Feed him the treat. All right, so now I want you to do that a few times so you're getting that one step. If your dog spins around as you're doing it, so say, for example, you walk into the dog and he jumps out of the way and he spins to the left or to the right, what you can do is just spread your legs out a little bit further and don't take such a large step. You could be Your step could be too big for the dog, so maybe just a tiny step. Maybe the dog just rocks back initially. So he learns to back up straight and not swing off to the side. So that's the cue. You can also, as an option, as you're starting to do this, you can put up what we call some kind of a barrier on either side, a chute. Uh, And that can be anything. You can either, if your dog is sensitive with his feet, he doesn't like touching things, you can put little two-by-fours. So you're actually making a little chute. Uh, You can also, what I've done is I've put two chairs up next to each other. So now the dog needs to back up through the chairs so he can't swing out to one side or the other. Eventually, obviously, you're going to have to fade those objects. But if he keeps swinging out, he's not backing up straight have some kind of a barrier so he's got to back up through it. Now, if your dog is successful with that one step, what I'd like you to do is take maybe two steps. So you're going to enlarge it a little bit so the dog backs up. So if he's doing well with it, say your dog is successfully backing up now. He's taking a step or two back. Add the cue. So the second, right before you take your step, okay, so think of this as a dance step. Uh, You're going to say, get back, now step, step forward. When he does, mark it with a yes, and then reward him. Get him ready again, put the food in front of his nose, and tell him, get back, step, step. If he does, mark it with a yes, and give him a reward. So do that a few times, and see if you can get a couple more steps so he's actually backing up. Again, don't go too fast. You don't want the dog to sit, number one. If he's sitting, you're holding the food too high. Lower the food so his nose is almost tilted toward the floor instead of tilted upward toward the ceiling. So you're holding it and telling the dog to get back. All righty. Give him a little play break. Do a little bit of tug just to break it up a little bit. And then we're going to do one more thing before we go on break. So quick little tug break in between and tell him to sit immediately and release or give whatever your cue is and put the tug toy away. Remember when the tug toy is away, doesn't mean the dog jumps up on top of the desk or the chair, wherever you put it and grabs it on his own. 
You control that tug toy. That's part of his reward. All right. Now, this time what we're going to do, and then you can practice a little bit in between the break, you're going to go through the same steps of getting your dog to back up. But this time, instead of taking the food and feeding the dog from hand to mouth, what you're going to do is you're going to tell the dog to get back and take, again, as many steps as you're successful with. You've got plenty of time to practice this, so there's no reason to rush. The key is train it, get it right, establish a good foundation, and then move on. So this time you're going to tell your dog to get back, and instead of, when you mark, instead of handing the dog the food from hand to mouth, you're going to say yes, and I want you to toss it over his head so he gets rewarded away from you, not near you. And this is going to come in handy once we teach the dog to remain back. All right, so we're going to do that one more time. You can practice during the break. So put the food in front of the dog's nose again, and you're going to do a little body block by walking into the dog. Tell the dog to get back, take however many steps you need to. When he does, mark it with a yes and toss it over his head. So he has to go further away to get his reward. So practice that a few more times. Again, during the break, don't make it this long, drawn-out training session. Make sure you're doing some play in between or do a little bit of massage as well. So we'll be right back. We're going to hear a word from our sponsors, and then we'll move on to the next step. Okay, class, grab your tuna flakes, biscuits, and bones. Teacher's pet will be back in two shakes of a tail right after recess. Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid Pictures of You and Your Pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Having a rough day... Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, class, hang up your collars and leashes. Teacher's Pet is back in session. Now park yourselves on the floor. I said park, not bark. Okay, Teacher's Pet. Pay attention, there may be a quiz later. Welcome back to Teacher's Pet on Pet Life Radio. This is Pia Silvani, your host. We're working on teaching your dog to move back away from things. So, 
What we're going to do now, what you did during the break, just as a reminder, you rewarded the dog away from you. This time, what I'm going to have you do is I'm going to have you drop an object. Before you do this, I want you to listen first and then you can do this. So you're not going to lure the dog back now. What you're going to do is learn how to use your body to body block the dog away from something. So what you're going to do is your dog will be standing again and you're going to be standing basically near your dog and have your dog on your left or your right, whichever you prefer, okay, and a food treat in the opposite hand. So it's dog, you, and then food treat or object in the other hand that's furthest away from the dog. So basically what you're doing is you're not facing the dog, but the side of your body is towards the dog or you're in front of the dog. You're going to toss an object, a food treat, a ball, a squeaky toy, something the dog wants, out to the side, away from the dog. So it's about three feet, three, three feet is pretty good. Let's, let's go for three feet away from the dog. The second the dog starts to move toward that object or that food, I want immediately to body block him and tell him to get back and step into him. If he does, if he successfully backs away from it, tell him yes, do not reward him with the treat on the floor, instead toss a treat over his head. So it's another treat that you have. So let's review that again before you do that. So the dog is going to be standing, you're going to be ready, so you need to be quick with this. You're going to toss your treat or, or your object about three feet in front of the dog. The second the dog starts to go towards it, I want you immediately to move your body in front of the dog, same position like you were in when you were luring. Step into him, tell him, get back. When he does, mark it with a yes and toss something behind him. Now, if your dog remains back, okay, so you've got that treat on the floor. Now the dog should at least be four or six feet away from that treat or that toy. If your dog remains back and he's looking at that treat, but he doesn't move forward, what I want you to do is tell him to sit, go pick up the object calmly. If at any time he tries to beat you to it by moving forward, I want you to body block him tell him to get back, tell him yes, and toss a treat behind him again. So what you're doing is the dog has got to start to realize that rewards will come to you when you're away from something that you want. Try to go and pick it up again. Praise him calmly. If he's remaining in the position, you can either put him in a sit or down. I don't want you to tell him to stay at this point. That can come later. Pick the object up. If he does not take one step forward, tell good boy and toss him the treat. So he never picks that object up off the floor. So think about glass. Think about pills. You don't want him to think that it's a game to see who can get there first. That's not what this is about. It's move away from it. I will reward you and stay back there until I tell you to come forward. All right, let's give that another try. So what you're going to do again, this time, again, if your dog happened to beat you to it, you're going to have to be quicker about it. Um, You might also want to toss the object out a little bit further. So it's not the closer it is to the dog, the more difficult it's going to be. So that's going to ultimately be your goal. Uh, With my dogs, what I can do with, with Lancer Quinny, I can literally drop something right down in front of them. 
and immediately say back. And if they get into the pattern of that, when things hit the floor, my dogs don't even attempt to go for it anymore. They've been conditioned that when things hit the floor, you immediately look up at me. You might get it, you might not, but the decision is mine, it's not yours. So I don't even have to tell my dogs to back up anymore. Another example at the doorway, the front door. When I'm there, what I've conditioned them to do, they know that anytime I approach that door, I have told them to get back. So my body at the front door elicits them to just move back without it being on cue. That's a good goal for you. So let's try it again. What we're going to do is dog is standing. You're going to toss the object out. By now, you've done it a few times. The dog should be picking up on this and not darting forward. So if he doesn't, praise him calmly. Good boy. Good girl. As you slowly go to pick it up, pick the object up, and this time don't give it to him. He can't just say, every time there's something on the floor, I'm going to get it. Go to him instead and hand it to him time you're going to hand it to him so you never ever he's never sure exactly what you're going to do you might give it you might toss it you might go to him and hand it but if at any moment he takes a step forward as you're coming in abort it start all over again he's got to learn to remain back you're going to want to tell him to stay but i want him to learn to control his impulses on his own instead of moving forward If it's an emergency, I mean, if it's something serious where you know the dog wants, um, you know, for example, let's go for those heart pills again, then I might tell the dog to stay, you know, just to be sure that the dog is not going to move forward. So that's critical. All right, do it a few more times and let's see how you make out. See if you can get the dog to completely control his impulses. Don't forget to praise him calmly, but you've got to move quick. That's the key. All right. Last exercise that you can do. Now, if your dog is picking up on the fact that things are there, um, again, you can try this at the doorway too. It's going to be a little more difficult at the doorway because he's going to want to greet. So you really want to do this with a variety of things and in different areas. So the dog starts to generalize it. I'd probably, I would save the doorway for last, but that's, again, it's easy at the doorway, especially if you're in a narrow hall. This is another time when you can use this in down a hallway teaching the dog and just walk into the dog. So when he sees your body facing him, he knows to automatically back up. What I would like you to do is, once your dog is back, I want you to cue him to sit, and then another time I want you to cue him to lie down. Okay, sit and down does not necessarily mean come to me, then sit and down. It means sit or lie down where you are. And again, difficult concept for the dog. So if you put your object down on the floor and the dog remains back wherever he is, I want you to tell him to sit. If he's done well with the sit, perhaps you've done that, try it down. If he starts to move forward at all, immediately walk into him. Think I'm going to body block him just like you did with the weight. Remember in our lesson with weight, if you haven't done that, refer back to that training lesson. Uh, you're just going to walk into the dog so he's used to the body lock. And this should be pretty easy for him, especially if you did teach weight. 
because he should be used to that body block. So now you've got a dog that is learning to sit and lie down from a distance. If you have to tell him to stay, tell him to stay. But remember, if you're going to release him, you have to go to the dog, hand on dog, pat, pat, okay, release. All right. Have a seat and uh, why don't you get a piece of paper and pen out so we can just go over what you're going to do. The key is with back or get back is that the dog moves away from something he wants. So it's going to be difficult. Typically, you're going to, for example, the front door when the dog is in front of you. What you're going to have to do is step in front of the dog until he learns to back up on his own and body block him and walk into him. Once the dog starts to learn that get back means move backwards away from that something, you should be able to tell him to get back standing behind the dog or standing at the side of the dog. It's not going to be easy. Don't expect it to be quick, but try it in different contexts, especially the refrigerator. That's an easy one. The dogs are so nosy or the dishwasher. How many dogs like to lick the dishes from the dishwasher? Maybe tell the dog, and if you don't mind, that's fine. That's totally up to you. The pre-wash team can be great, but practice it. It's a great time to practice. Get back, get away from the dishes. Yes, good boy, go forward. Now I'm giving you permission to go forward. All right, so you've got plenty of things to work on there. And it, and again, try to figure it out. Use it in different contexts. Always making sure that the dog does get some type of a reward. Again, it can even just be a nice scratch on the, on the belly or on the head. It does not have to necessarily be food. I use toys a lot. What I might do is when I teach get back, since my dogs are crazy over their balls, I toss a ball over their head to keep them back do it when you're playing with the dog. If you're outside playing with your dog, tell them to back up when you're ready to throw a frisbee or throw a ball. Tell him to get back. He does it, yes, and then toss the ball for him. All right. Unfortunately, we're out of time. Don't forget to check back with us each week for guest interviews and more training sessions. I'd like to give a very special thanks to our producers for making the show happen. If you'd like a transcript of this show or any other shows on Pet Life Radio Network, please go to PetLifeRadio.com and click on Teacher's Pet. Also, if you have any questions, comments, or ideas for the show, please email me at Pia, P-I-A, at PetLifeRadio.com. So, until next time. This is Pia signing off. Thank you for your interest in the show and in Pet Life Radio. Take care. School's in session on Pet Life Radio with Teacher's Pet. Learn how to communicate with your pet, train your pet, and see the world from your pet's point of view. You may even learn a few tricks yourself. Teacher's Pet, only on PetLifeRadio.com.